Hi, welcome to our podcast, Like Jasper. My name is Sarah Calvin, and I'm your host, along with my fabulous cousin, Brittany Gonzalez. Our podcast comes from a scripture found in Revelations 4.3, where in John's vision, he attempts to describe the indescribable image of Christ and says he is like Jasper. Our hope is to be more like him daily and come alongside of you to encourage and build you up in your faith. Join us on today's episode of Like Jasper. Welcome to our podcast about uh, forgiving yourself, which we felt like we had to do, uh, we needed to do a whole separate (laughs) podcast than just forgiving others. We felt like Mm -hmm. it was a whole separate topic. Well, Um, it really is. I mean, it's, and it's a whole, I don't know. I don't don't know the word to say, but other than it's a whole different ball game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. We got these, we're punny. You see what I did there? Punny. Uh, We got all kind of this. Yeah. I don't know that there is a better word for that other than it really is. It it is a separate thing. And it, it, for me, is so much harder than forgiving others, I think. Um, Not that forgiving others is easy, especially, you know, like we talked about when they do terribly horrible things. But for myself, (laughs) um, it's very hard. It's it's something I kind of replay in my mind. And if I can, I wanted to just start off with some statements just to kind of drive home the point where we're going, if that's okay. Yeah. Sounds okay. Good. All right. You mess up all the time. You should know better. It's so embarrassing that this is still a problem for you. You shouldn't pray about things that you've done that you've already asked forgiveness for a million times. You're an unfit mother. You're going to ruin your children. This is all your fault. There's no sense in trying now. It's hopeless. God already set you free from this. And here you are again. You're a failure. What is wrong with you? God's grace is for everyone else but you. And. I wrote down some of the things that I have actually said in my head Mm -hmm. about myself to bring out the point that our thought life can be one of the most unhealthy things about us Um, because I've never actually said God's grace is not for me but I've shown it in the way that I talk to myself even in my own thoughts And so that for me is the heart of why I wanted to do this podcast is because I would never, ever say not even close to one of those to my worst enemy. I would not. I would not think it. It wouldn't cross my mind. It would never even come like even to somebody that was just so that I had to forgive, right? Somebody so terrible that I had to forgive and they'd done all kinds of terrible things. I still don't feel like I would have that venom that I have for myself yeah. towards somebody else. 
And that's going to like the extreme, right? Like somebody Mm -hmm. who it was, it would be just by the world standard to say that to. And I'm telling you that I don't think I can. And yet this is myself daily that I have to crucify my own thought life and say, this is not like, this is not okay. Um, And it's something I have to do daily, daily. Even, even right before we hopped on, mm-hmm. I had to, to do that. And, you know, we always, I did of course, too. That's so funny. I mean, it's you? not like funny, haha, but like, yeah, yeah ironically, exactly. I was like, Lord, but I'm about to do a <laughs> podcast on forgiving yourself. Like, and that I need to forgive myself before I even hop on here. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. And it's hard. It's it very hard. hard. I will say <clears throat> if there's any unforgiveness in my heart, I truly believe it's against myself mm-hmm. and I don't want that to be the case. I want to be able to give myself the same grace and mercy that I give to others. I, I, I desire that. Um, but that is still an area where, uh, why we're doing the podcast, because yeah. I think it's an area for a lot of people. Um, yeah, absolutely. and we just kind of want to bring light to it. So those, um, those were hard to hear because those are the things that I've said to myself before, you know, so they definitely were like straight to the heart. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Me, obviously I didn't make through it without crying because, um, yeah, because those are literally all things that I've said maybe even this week to myself. Oh yes. They are of lies that the enemy has just wrapped around your neck. Like, like a rope that he's just got you like a leash, you know, like, come on, my little puppet, follow this lie. Like, you know, and it's, and no, God died for that. Like we're, we've been set free from that. Um, and forgiving yourself is incredibly hard, Mm -hmm. but especially when you have intentionally gone the wrong way or you have intentionally chosen to disobey the Lord or yep or like me you've been set free from this why why Mm -hmm. are you here again like what are you doing here I mean it's difficult to forgive yourself for your mistakes and your shortcomings yes but it's a, a whole other level of when you have intentionally gone the wrong choice and to forgive yourself knowing you know, you know, your own thoughts, somebody or knowing that, yes, whatever it is. Um, also when it involves somebody else, especially somebody else that you love mm. and your actions has caused somebody else pain or, yes. um, something it's, it's very difficult. So I'm excited to talk about this. Yes. Uh, me too. And, um, I have a few scriptures and a few points that kind of, or, you know, go together with it, but I will, well, I just wanted to retouch on Mm -hmm. what we talked about a few podcasts back about forgiveness. And we know that that was an extended series. And I don't think that that's over. I think we're going to have to come back and revisit as we go, but it was three parts, but it's probably going to be three more. Yeah. (laughs) Over the years. Or if not more. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's a, it's a day and it's, it's just, that's what I was going to say is that it's, God knows how important forgiveness is. Mm -hmm. Um, And he calls us to apply the same, the same thing that he like to others, to ourselves. And he knows like, like you were just saying, it's, it's like a perfect thing. Like we know our own thoughts and our motives and why we did that. And we know how 
completely flawed and broken and just absolute sometimes just I don't want to say evil although I'm sure we've done evil things and I know I've done evil things not so much since I've been saved but I know in the past I've done evil Mm -hmm. things intentionally to be mean to people um not now but even still just the fact that it you said you know like it caused somebody else hurt like I knew that I could have taken a moment to be led by the spirit. Right. So you just sit there and, and beat myself up about it. And so the route that the Lord kind of led, did you, I'm sorry, did you have something? Did I just interrupt you? No, no, no. Okay. You know, like, yeah, (laughs) you know, um, so I, he brought me to several scriptures for this. I mean, I say several, there's like four, but to me, because it's the, it's, it's kind of a different, um, well, I'll, without further ado, let me just get there. Let me stop trying to do that. Um, I'm going to Luke 24, 38, maybe, if I can um, flip my Bible successfully to that scripture without losing. Ah, look at me. Look at me go. Um, so this is, it says, um, I was saying, I, I had written down that, you know, you know, when he addresses each person for either their failures that actually were a failure or just the perception of failure, which is sometimes for me bigger than the actual failure. Other people wouldn't count it as a failure, but for me, oh, that was just an epic fail, you know? But um, after the resurrection, I have here that he comes in, um, like I said, Luke 24, 38. And he says, then he said to them, why are you frightened? And why does doubt arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. It's me. But right before that, this is like right where Jesus makes his appearance. Like he makes his final appearance to them. The first thing he says is peace be with you or peace to you depending on what translation you have right like that is the first thing he says and he's he's talking about them being afraid of a resurrected person in front of them that they all watched be crucified brutally of course and i don't want to take it so far out of that context of course that's what he's talking about but these words just really resonated with me when he says he comes to them and he the first thing he says is peace be with you but they were startled and terrified thinking they saw a ghost then he said to them why are you frightened and why do doubts arise in your heart and I feel like that same those same words like he says peace be with you peace to you do not be afraid like we know that that is a recurring thing here but I guess just because it was new like in my heart the Lord stirred the fact that he's like you know, he's, he, first of all, he's commanding peace. He's not saying, you know, like it's a command peace be with you. Right. Like it's like a, it's a direct statement about it, I guess. And then he goes on to talk about like, why are you troubled? Like, why are you frightened? Why, you know, just kind of getting to the root of their thoughts that they may think that he doesn't know, or they're trying to hide, you know, and he just always cuts to the quick of everybody's thoughts and comes straight to it and brings out the truth there. Like that was the one scripture. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, that's that, great. Yeah. I love that. The, um, I have a similar one on peace, but um, I want to hear your others first. Well, um, this, I'm sorry. And it's just because it continues on. He goes on and he's talking about, you know, look at my hands, look at my side. And then he's, and then it goes down to 44, um, 
in 45, he says, then, or no, he doesn't say it, it says, then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures and said to them, and then he goes on to tell, like, explain, because he, first thing he's saying to them is like, this all happened so that, you know, everything would be fulfilled. And then he said, okay. then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. And to me, of course, this scripture this verse is talking about the scriptures in reference to him fulfilling prophecy. I'm not mm-hmm. taking that away or taking that out of context. I'm just adding the fact that when you try to hide your thoughts from God, his response to them is peace be with you. Why are you troubled? He comforts them. Then he sits down and eats with them. Then he reminds them of the truth he already told them. And then he opens his mind to their minds to understand. He does not turn from them, discount them, shame them. He does not like turn his back on them because these are the men that he walked with that he'd been saying like scriptures have to be fulfilled that I'm, you know, I'm going to be crucified and the son of man will be lifted up. Like he he's been telling them this and here they are broken and disheartened. And then when they see him, they're terrified. So, you know, perception wise, I think they were feeling defeated, maybe like failures. And that is the way that Jesus interacts with them. There's no condemnation. It's all like, bring it back to the truth. Peace be with you. Why are you troubled? Let me sit down and eat with you. Let me love on you. Let me commune with you. Let me abide with you. Right? Like that's what he's doing. And then he opens their mind to understand. And I feel like, that's the place, you know, that's his heart, I guess, is all I'm trying to bring out. And we convince ourselves that, you know, it's, that's not what it is because we're unworthy, you know, we're unworthy because we know our own thoughts, but he knows our thoughts too. But his answer is, and he still loves exactly. That's his answer. (laughs) And that's what I, um, yeah. And so I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to, have a couple more, but I wanted to let you jump in if you want to jump in here. No, I think that's so great. And I think to go kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit is I think about Psalms 103 um, verses 10 and 11. It says, he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is a steadfast love towards those who love him or to those who fear him. Sorry. And I just think that's so perfect because he sees our sins and yet he's not dealing with us according to the sins. He's, he is coming to us with love and, and, um, grace and peace and any, that friendship, you know? Yes. And that was, I can't believe you, that, that was so good. It, and it's just, it, you know, again, we've told the, the ones who listen to our podcast that you and I talk about a theme, but we don't re- rehearse or go over. <laughs> no. And we have no idea what each other's yeah, going to say. <laughs> but then God, you know, it's just so incredible. It's always a blessing and a growing experience for me to hear uh-huh. that. Like he does not, you know, read the first part again, say it again. Uh, he does not deal with exactly. us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquity. Yes. Because if he did, we would all be in trouble and that's the yeah. thing. <laughs> we would all be in so much trouble. And, and I have, I have one scripture that I do want to talk about. I have it before yeah. this next one, but it seems like it makes more sense for me to skip to the next one because of what you just said. And that is, um, I, in Matthew seven, and again, I'm, I'm always going to bring back the context of what we're talking about. I don't want to be the person who like, you know, just makes scripture be whatever I want it to say, but these <laughs> were like, 
things that as I was doing my reading and my studying, and I knew that God had put on our heart to do a forgiveness for yourself podcast, that this was like, this, this was the Lord opening it up to me in a different way. But yeah. in, in Matthew seven, it says, do not judge so that you will not be judged for by the standard you judge, you will be judged. And the measure you use will be the measure you receive. Why do you see the speck in your brother's eye, but fail to see the beam of wood in your own? Um, how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye while there is a beam in your own. And then he says, you hypocrite first, remove the beam from your own eye. And, and that, of course, that scripture is talking about the whole, like God is not cool with you judging other people, but that's talking about yourself yourself too (laughs) as well and he's he's saying like by the like you just said he does not deal with us by our iniquities and but it's he's saying take the log out of your eye and I feel like a part of that of course we know the obvious he's clearly talking about judgment but it's because you're still in bondage to something Mm -hmm. and if you're walking around with this giant log size hurt pain sin whatever it is and you find yourself like focusing on the other person's speck obviously it could be because you're being judgmental or it's because you don't want to deal with the log in your eye like it would be easier to deal with that tiny speck that you've got going on let's let's deal with that than it is to allow this you know this inner healing um Mm -hmm. to come and so that you can really be like whole and a light and a canvas for the power of God in others. Um, yeah. And so, exactly. yeah. Anyway, so I just thought that what you just said, just really, yeah. It does. That ties in really well. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that. I haven't, I actually have, you know, heard that scripture hundreds, thousands of times right. in my life. And I've never thought of it about myself until now, you know, and I thought, of, I think that's a really neat, fresh perspective and it's so important because oftentimes we don't necessarily always intend to. Sometimes we are selfish intentionally. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but in general, I would say most of us would say we're not really selfish people. And yet we really, we really, um, it's just like human nature, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you kind of think that like, oh yeah, well, like I'm fine. So I don't want to judge those people. And it's always like you're not really intentionally thinking about yourself as, Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. You know? And so I think, I think having that is like, Oh yeah, I do judge myself. Mm-hmm. Like I do condemn myself. I lay in bed. And I'm like, I should have done this, this, this. Yeah. Like, why did I, you know, <laughs> and, and we, that's exactly what we do. Like, especially as moms, like, I don't know. There's something there. I know. I don't want to say, especially as moms, just because I don't know what it's like to be a dad or, you know, different walks and stuff. But for me personally, that's one area that I really condemn myself. Yes. Um, But God doesn't condemn me there. And he actually, um, where I am weak, he is strong. Right. So through my weakness, he is working and moving and which is really encouraging. I also wanted to kind of, um, say that like I believe that God has forgiven me and I believe that you believe that God has forgiven you yes right and I would say that most believers would say yes I have been forgiven and so I just think that like if you truly believe that then if the God of the universe who is the ultimate and final judge 
can forgive you, yes. why can't you forgive yourself? You know? Yes. And when I think of it in that perspective, like the ultimate fun, like the judge, right? Like God is the judge. Like we're going to have to go and face him one day too, right? And if he has said you are forgiven, you know, I don't cast you out. You are my child. You are welcome here. Mm-hmm. Then why, why am I Oh, it's almost like I'm trying to play God. Like, oh, exactly. That was such you a know, good point. Yeah. As opposed to um, sometimes I think that we think we're not worthy of that forgiveness or. And we're not. We all of our thoughts. And we're, we're not. not. We're not. But that yeah. was what he wanted. That was his good pleasure to do. And it still yes. is. And so like, that's mm-hmm. just the thing that he throws up. The enemy throws up at you yes. and your own flesh throws up at you. Um, yeah. I feel like how I'm saying it, throw up throws out <laughs> you throws out out your way I don't know um but I said it too many times to take it back now so that I mean it is like throw up it's like word vomit all over yeah. you um and and he does that because he reminds you that you're not worthy and yeah. because you know your own thoughts now it's it it's true that I'm not worthy but that doesn't matter to God what matters yeah. is that he loved me and he died for me and and yeah. and now I'm set free from this and the enemy just wants to keep pointing that out and it's easy to do it's easy it's yes. easy to see you know it's easy to see that um anyways I interrupted you but yes no I was like you didn't interrupt me at all <laughs> I was just thinking like that that forgiveness that he gave us is a gift and so why don't we take that gift and we we can extend it to others by forgiving others, but we also need to take that gift for ourselves and and forgive ourselves. Yes. Because you know how it says hurt people, hurt people. Mm -hmm. If you, if you stay in your own hurt, in your own unforgiveness in the same way that if you stay in unforgiveness towards others, but it's almost worse because I don't know if it's worse. I don't want to say that. All I'm saying is it's, it's, it's just different. It is different. It's all not good yeah but it's just different it's all <laughs> bad it's not something that you want to do but it's like that's your own thought and nobody knows mm-hmm. that nobody knows that I said to myself you're going to ruin your children I mean you might know because I tell you my whole life more than you need to know but um nobody else knows that I've said that so I just go along it's just me and God yeah. knowing it but I've never said it or I'm saying I've never talked to God about that thought I'm just having that thought over and over again. And I just kind of picture him like, you know, Brittany, stop saying that. Stop cursing yourself. Stop. I don't think that about you. And I'm in, I am God. Like you said, it's like, we want to, we don't want to play God, but essentially we are when we decide that we're not worthy of intentionally think like, Ooh, I want to be God. Yeah. (laughs) Please know. But our actions and our thoughts and the, and the lack of forgiving too is also playing God, right? Like unintentionally. Yes. And it's very, it's a, and I think that's why that scripture about, you know, judging another person is like, um, he does not, he, it's like, you'll be judged. Don't, I'm, what I'm trying to say is he doesn't want you to have that level of judgment for them or for yourself. He goes, he mm-hmm. says, I don't deal with you according to your iniquities because of Jesus's blood. I mean, without Jesus's blood, that's how he's going to deal with you. But with right. his blood and with his salvation and all of that, those things 
are as far as the east is from the west and yeah. and that doesn't I'm, we know and I, i'm just saying this even though you and i both know that is not a license to go do what you want but, oh jesus forgives me no that's a hard <laughs> issue you're going to want to deal with that but yeah. when you mess up when you struggle when you hit a wall don't um give yourself the grace that God died for you to have. Yes. Um, and, and when I say, give it to you, give it to yourself. All I'm asking you to do is lay in your bed, sit in your car, go in your closet, get in the shower with your like, cry, whatever you do, go outside and chop wood. I don't know what people do. Okay. And allow yourself to receive it. When I say, give mm-hmm. it to yourself, I don't mean you again i mean allowing the holy spirit to work in your heart mm-hmm. allowing the blood of jesus to cover you to coach you put him put him on as armor that's what the armor is you know put that on to protect yourself not just from the arrows that enemy is going to throw at you but literally when you don't forgive yourself it's like you just picked your sword up and stabbed yourself stab yourself again yeah. stab yourself again it's like what am i doing why am i doing that to myself um right and it, yeah yeah and it just yeah so I love that. I also want to piggyback off that and make, and say that um, speak life. So yes. when these these thoughts, like the, all the quotes that you talked about at the beginning, like give me an example of one of those. Oh, one, yes. I can't remember all of them. You mess up all the time. Okay, so if you're laying in bed and you're like, I mess up all the time, and you're just beating yourself up about it, turn that around. Don't say that. Say, I messed up thank goodness for God's grace. Yes. Right. Or whatever. I I'm ruining my children. Yes. Right. Okay. No, we're that thoughts coming up. We're going to say, God bless me with my children yes. because I'm the best for that child or these children as their mom or as their dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And I am human and I messed up and thank goodness that God carries me in my weakness or whatever it might be. Like whatever thought it is and turn it around to speaking life, to speaking forgiveness, Mm -hmm. to um, just give it back over to him immediately. It goes back to that. I know we did a whole podcast on it, but taking every thought captive, Mm -hmm. you know, and don't let yourself wallow in those thoughts and beat yourself up and condemn yourself. It actually reminds me of, um, I think it's Romans 8, 1. It says there, there's uh, no condemnation yes. for those who are in Christ Jesus, right? So don't put that condemnation. You are in Christ Jesus. You That's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like that is as far as the East is from the West. Like it's removed. It is actually also, sorry, I'm like taking over. No, here. I love it. But... It's so good for my heart. Please continue. <laughs> but Second Corinthians 5, 17 and 18. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, mm-hmm. he is a new creation. The old has passed mm-hmm. away. Behold, the new has come. So we're in Christ. The old has gone mm-hmm. right there's no condemnation anymore we are in christ mm-hmm. we so there should not be we we always talk about like oh forgive your neighbors forgive mm-hmm. and yet here we are condemning and putting ourselves back in the shackles mm-hmm. and chains and that's gone that's dead yes. like yeah we're gonna mess up and sometimes we're gonna purposely choose to mess up right like um but then you ask the Lord to forgive you and, and you forgive yourself and you walk on in a freedom. Um, not like, okay, I could just mess up and do whatever I want. Right, right, time. right. <laughs> like what we were talking about. But 
um, walking in the freedom of, okay, recognizing your need for a savior because we are not perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do mess up. Mm-hmm. Um, but not with a sense of condemnation, not with that right. chain around our neck. Yeah, it's it's with a heart of repentance and it's with a heart mm-hmm. of growth. And it's with a heart as a, you know, I always sit, tell other people because I love to encourage people because when I hear people say negative things about themselves, I cannot like, stand no. it and I will <laughs> not allow it. I'll be like, no, don't say that about yourself. Don't talk about yourself. So much so that like, you know, if I've been talking to you on the phone, I'll be like, oh, that was, that was just so dumb. I can't believe I did that. Jet or Lucy, you'll be like mommy and you know because they just yeah. know don't say that about yeah <laughs> because yeah. i do it to i've them heard all. them say that so it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know and you don't that's the thing you don't want to model that for your children what you're yeah. doing by talking to yourself that way and one way you're telling your children you know when i say you i mean me <laughs> i'm telling my children don't talk <laughs> about yourself <laughs> don't talk about yourself <laughs> that way and then i turn around and i believe that that's why god has given us children as a gift because then they're like hey hello don't say that and jet jet will get <laughs> so, so upset and he will literally speak back life like you're not you're that wasn't dumb you're wonderful like you're the oh, best oh. Mom. like he yes, just you know i know and but but i feel like that heart is the holy spirit speaking through him because um and i don't know if we shared on here i know i think i shared on facebook but just the holy spirit speaking through my children you know, even recently when I lost my mind and temper on them because they were just driving me crazy in the car with this constant, just all the things. And mm-hmm. I was so upset with myself. And so Ruby, I got in the back, my three-year-old, I got in the back and I hugged her. And she, the first thing this little heart said to me was Jesus forgives you. And I just feel like that oh, was God. Oh, like that, you're that the one, so I know you're the one who pointed that out to me, you know, that like out of the mouth of babies. Yes. I mean, they really do speak truth. There's something about like that childlike faith. Yes. And- they just it's so pure it is and it's so um it's so the way that god deals with us and that that is what i you know started this off that scripture and like how did god deal with his disciples in their doubt and in their Mm -hmm. you know failure to believe him you know what i mean like and that's really what we're doing when we mess up we're we're failing to believe that his grace is sufficient we're failing to believe that he is christ he is lord he who started a good work in me will see it to completion that i that all my thoughts must you know i with through the power of him can bring them captive into the obedience of christ like essentially we're we're not believing something he's told us that's in his word and i i want to call out this this has always been so powerful for my heart and i don't think it'll be necessarily news to you i know it won't be news to you but i don't think it'll i'd be news to the hearers either but it just needs to be repeated in mark 14 72 this is um right after the rooster crows for the second time. And it says, Mm -hmm. then Peter remembered what Jesus had said to him before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. And then we Mm -hmm. move over into John, um, 21, 15, maybe my little, there it is 21, 15. And this is, it, it, my Bible titles it Peter's restoration, which of course that's just a title, but I love it. And it says, then when he had, this is Jesus. Then when, um, I'm sorry, this is Peter. Then when like they're together at the end, this is the end. Jesus is about to be 
called it into heaven. Okay. Then when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these do? And he replied, yes, Lord, you know, I love you. Jesus told him, feed my lambs. Um, Jesus said a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He replied, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus told him, shepherd my sheep. Jesus said a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that Jesus had asked him a third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus replied, feed my sheep. And this, the point there that I'm bringing out is that he denied him three times Jesus Mm -hmm. knew he was going to deny him three times. He was well aware of that before he even died, before he even had to endure his, you know, very close friend, beloved brother, deny him as he's being brutally. I mean, there's not any bigger. I mean, except Judas betraying him and he did not forgive himself. And what did that result in? You know, um, cause right. I fully know that God would have forgiven him had he asked for forgiveness. Yes, I believe. And so, but G- but Peter who was distraught that he had done that. And, and all, all I'm saying is Jesus makes the point to ask him three times. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think there's some spiritual symbolism there, like, you know, mm-hmm. almost like reversing, right? Like you right. said it three times. So in the spiritual side and the physical side, like not just the physical side, I think there's some spiritual principle there, but certainly his mind his thought life is that I know he already knows the answer to the question he already knew he's gonna die and he knows that he loves him but do you believe that Peter do you believe that you love me I'm gonna ask you again because he needed that he needed to be able to confess it three times and then and you know additionally to the you know of course like the symbolism there is that um he gives him a ministry. So Mm -hmm. the man that was his beloved brother literally denied, not only denies him, but completely changes his character. He like curses when they're like, aren't you Peter that fall? I know you follow him. I can tell you're one of his, he he like goes into cursing and it's not his character at all. Um, and then he's, you know, he weeps and then, you know, Jesus comes mm-hmm. back. None of that discounted him for anything. And to me, this is the biggest reason besides the freedom that you will experience that you need, that God wants for you, besides the grace that he died for you to have, which is more than enough. Any one of those is more than enough. The yeah. reason forgiving yourself is so vital is so that the enemy can no longer trap you and make you yeah. feel like you're not worthy of the calling. You're not worthy to share the gospel. You're not worthy to, to talk about or do whatever you've been called to do. You're not worthy to be a parent. You're not yes. worthy to be Sunday school class. Yes. You're not worthy to, yeah. And that's what he wants. That's why he wants you. If uh-huh. I can't, if I, you know, it's kind of like the enemy's like, pulling all the tricks out of his hat, but in a very serious way, because the enemy is cunning and we don't need to be, you know, like ignorant of his schemes, but it really is like, well, if this won't stick, then will this stick? If that, if you, if you won't, if you're going to forgive other people who have done you wrong, let's talk about you then let's, let's focus on you and how you are disgusting and repulsive and for whatever it is. Um, And then you're trapped because you think, 
you know, I, I can't say how many people I've heard that, you know, sing in church or like, you know, oh, I had a really bad Saturday night. And I and I just want to clue everybody in. You had a really bad Saturday night because Sunday you devoted yourself to stand up and pray. I mean, to sing or whatever you're going to do, right? Like yes. even just before coming on this podcast, the battle to get here to do this podcast was epic. And it's, bec- <laughs> yeah. it's because, I mean, and how many times has that happened oh, on our ev- every time, like, almost every time, so, pretty much every time. Yeah. There's been something that has almost canceled it or like tried to get us into a bad mood or like yep. <laughs> technology difficulties or something, oh, no. right? some kind of stumbling block, whatever it mm-hmm. may be to discourage you because the enemy's other tactic against you is if it, if it can't be blatant sin, if it can't be unforgiveness, then let's pull the things and the people that you love to be in turmoil, things to be upside down, there to be some kind of, you know, you know, whatever, even just, okay. So, um, Fred, my husband, Freddie and I have, we have felt the Lord call us not that, okay. First of all, we pray for our children every day and we pray for our children multiple times a day, but this was just like a real, a specific, just, just, urging from the Lord for Freddie and I to sit together to anoint Lucy and to pray over her. And Mm -hmm. we both felt like it needed to not just be one time. And I felt like it needed to be at least three times, but we're going to pray about if we're going to continue past that. Um, Right. And so sure enough, the first night there was no, um, there wasn't any real, resistance to that it was like Uh we like right there was nothing that really came up I mean kind of but not really we were able to pray for her at length our hands on her all three of us together united and um just really feel like the Holy Spirit um you know just the power of uh the authority of a parent and over their child and then the authority of a married couple standing together on their covenant praying over you know the, the, just the power that comes from all that all the things right we yeah. really just felt like the holy spirit was just doing a big work there and then but so last night oh my goodness it was <laughs> nothing but like a show stopper of things and none of the things were sinful um right. so this is getting to a rabbit trail but i i just want to share it because testimonies i think help people see it in a real life setting instead of just you know the yes. words so i had felt um like i needed to ask one of my prayer warrior friends uh I, you know hey this is what the lord's put on our heart will mm-hmm. you just pray with us Um, And if God gives you any sort of wisdom, you know, just let us know if the Lord just stirs your heart about something, but either way, just be with us together in prayer about what we're doing. And so, um, so I say that to say that happened yesterday morning. Then last night, Ruby, our three-year-old was just, her heart was broken in every which way a heart can be broken because she did not want her daddy to leave her room she wanted him to stay in the room. And so he said it was late. We're all tired. Bedtime. Right. For the bedtime routine. Yeah. Cause we were doing it at night and, um, <clears throat> and you know, anyways. And so when you're exhausted and when your three-year-old's crying and when you're a dad, like Freddie is a dad in which his daughters just literally, I mean, he just, everything they do is like, uh, he, they're all daddy's girls, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, 
she's bawling her eyes out because she doesn't want him to leave the room, not even for one minute, you know? And so he's like, well, you just go ahead and pray and I'll be praying, you know, here with you, like in the other room, in her room. And I at first was going to be like, okay, that's fine. You know, we're both still praying. And then I just felt like, no, that's not fine. And so I said, I really think you're supposed to come in here. Just bring Ruby in here too. And wouldn't, you know, that thing whose heart was broken, um, <laughs> and just bawling her red face, snot, you know, like her hair's even wet. Cause she's cried her little heart out about it. And as soon as he comes in the room and we have Lucy there in the bed and we're praying for her, Ruby's not crying at all. There's nothing. Yeah. It's gone. Just like that. Just, yeah. it was literally the obstacle to get it there. And then fast forward to this morning and my dear friend messages and says, listen, last night when I was praying <clears throat> um, and she was praying with another friend of ours, she said, um, we did not feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit specifically about any prayers for Lucy, but we did feel like we were supposed to pray, get ready over you and Freddie to be together and united and in one mind and one accord as you pray together for Lucy, right? And so (laughs) I, I, and then she, she said that the Lord had just like given her this vision of the warring angels on the roof and all of these things. And it's like, God, you know, how good are you, you know, just when you're obedient to something and the enemy knows that not, Mm -hmm. not that. Okay. I don't mean he knows your thoughts. I mean, the enemy knows the air of humans. He's been around long enough to know if I can't make them stumble in sin, if I cannot make them stumble in, you know, unforgiveness, which is a sin, but I mean, like, a different kind of like perpetual sin that you're in, you know, if I can't get you tripped up on unforgiveness, then I'm going to make you busy or I'm going to use your blessings to like, you know, fog the, the atmosphere here of what you're supposed to do. Because technically a father taking care of his daughter and continuing to pray, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not like a blanket statement that you could say was wrong, but for that moment, it was wrong. And for that moment, it was like an obstacle. And so I'm just saying like unforgiveness is one for yourself is one of his arsenals that he's going Mm -hmm. to use because he knows that that will be an impact to your ministry, to your calling, to whatever God has put on your heart to do. And, and then, you know, again the it's lie. an obstacle yeah it's like a weight it weighs you down yeah it's a trap yeah for sure yeah. all that yeah absolutely I also love just um how you got another prayer warrior involved too because I think that's also important when you're working on forgiving yourself because it is so difficult yes um to bring other prayer warriors along with you who would be willing to help pray for you um and and encourage you in that area yes because it is a daily thing, multiple times a day. Yep. <laughs> and there's so many areas. It's not like, okay, I forgive myself from every single thing, right? And done. Nope. <laughs> it's nope. like, okay, I forgive myself for this, you know, Comment for or lying yeah. to somebody. Right. Or I forgive myself for uh, yelling at my kids when <laughs> they were just being kids. Or right. Like I, you know, whatever it is, there's like so many. Right. right. And, and so, and it's a daily like, oh, this just came up and you're beating yourself up. And so I think it's important to to um, to bring others along with you in that journey. Someone that you could trust, someone who is going to encourage and pray for you and maybe send scriptures. And, you know, I think that's 
community, godly community, and iron sharpens iron mm. is so important yes. in your walk with the Lord. And as we were just sitting here, I just felt like the Lord just kind of brought to my heart when it says to crucify your flesh, take up your cross, mm-hmm. right? To die to self. The Lord just really put on my heart that 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 is the self that you have to die to your con your condemnation your thought life Mm -hmm. that is condemning it's not just dying to you know your fleshly desires and your you know things that are just carnal it is dying to a thought life crucifying the thought life that is so very human and so very flawed and Mm -hmm. so full of lies Mm -hmm. and and um I've never thought about it that way. So I feel like I hope that that was for somebody else besides just me. But if not, thank you, Lord, for that for me, because I've never thought about that crucifixion of your, of yourself, right. Being your thought life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if it's not aligned with God, it needs to be nailed to the cross because it already was like, it's, it's, it's like you're, you pulled it off the cross. It was already nailed to the cross. Don't pick it back up. Just put it back. That's where it belongs. That's what he did for it. You know? Um, And you're our thought process is often our worst habit. And I think so. You could become a Christian and you're like, okay, I'm going to stop getting drunk or whatever right. like that's just an example okay that was really difficult and you overcame it but a thought process mm-hmm. is like a whole other addiction or like kind of thing yeah like it, it, it rules you, you yeah know, it's you like a disease it. it's a disease yeah. that you it's, it's it's hard to overcome that yeah be, and that's why he says you know be transformed by the renewing mm-hmm. of your mind take that thought that you had yep. i'm ruining my children and say my God is sovereign, you know, all the things that you were just saying, like that point. Um, and I, I laugh, I was thinking about, uh, maybe it was yesterday or the day before how you were like, you know, you don't like forgive yourself all at once because it's it's almost (laughs) like when you trip up again, kind of thing, then you have to forgive yourself again for that moment. And I laugh, I was thinking about (laughs) how, um, the other day when I was having such a rough morning and I, um, again, we use this app. That's like a video app. It's called Marco Polo. Anyways. So I Marco Polo Sarah <laughs> one real long, like, I am such a mess. I'm oh, no. all these things. <laughs> and then, and then, and then like 45 minutes later, I come back and I'm like, Hey, I'm doing better. Sorry about that. <laughs> I've come past that. And then like in the middle of that conversation, all of it like came back up again. And then there was like a third message. It's like this progression of a hot mess getting a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better, you know, but that's Working what it's like. It. It's it like is. that. It really is. Oh goodness. That was, it's not, it's funny now cause it's over, but like, <laughs> that's really what I have to do is be, and yeah, I, I have to do it. Yeah, I always do it to you. <laughs> like I have to tell Sarah because Sarah's going to pray immediately. And I, we are so blessed that we have not just each other, but multiple people. And we, we just keep mm-hmm. encouraging you to get into, get to a church, get to a group, get to a small meeting, get to a home Bible study, get somewhere. If you are already there, that's going to connect you with other believers to, so that you can, have this iron sharpens iron sharpens iron because mm-hmm. you can't I mean you can do life without it but I'm just encouraging you not to because it's so much more fruitful when it 
it's not just the unloading, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the, the up unload of all that you're carrying, you know, confess your sins one to another. There's so much healing in that because you've yeah. said it out loud. And it's not that you are forgiving my sins. It's that when I say it out loud, I am now one load less from the kit that I was carrying. And you're able to stand in prayer with me yeah. for that. But then also you get to see, a incredible show of God, like you could also rob somebody else of a blessing kind of thing. Like if I hadn't asked my friend, you know, Miss Jane to pray, certainly God talks to her all the time. Maybe the Lord would have even said before I asked her, Hey, put Put my heart. Right. But in this way, by taking it to God first and then following the leading of him to share it with her. And I didn't share it with everybody. We're not telling you to go shout out to everybody, but I shared it with her and then God blessed her obedience and confirmed her hearing of his spirit talking to her and then just blessed us all the way around knowing that in the hardest moment there there were warriors Mm -hmm. fighting for us uh when we didn't even know that you know and that's so encouraging and it's so cool yeah and, and it's just full circle to the fact that like what we've always said, don't isolate yourself and your thoughts are the most isolating and unhealthy place that you can be. So Mm -hmm. say them out loud and, and say them out loud to God first. Yes. Even as ugly as they are. Like when I was writing those down, I'm just bawling my eyes out as I'm writing them down because uh, I know that I've thought those things and I've said those Mm -hmm. things, but, but even when we started this and I read them out loud and they made me cry, there was so much freedom in it because when I hear it out loud, I know that that's not true. But when I hear it in my head, it sounds a lot more believable. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just (laughs) so much. It's like in my, it's kind of like in my head, that sounded a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Even when it comes to singing, I could sing great (laughs) and on tune. What do you think in my head? In my head, I can sing acapella, any song, Amazing Grace, acapella. Opera. It's in my head and it's fantastic. And I've been, um, this is such a squirrel, but it's funny. I've been putting my earbuds in and listening to music in the car. And so then nobody else can hear it. Everybody else is just talking. I'm, I'm singing this song. And they're like, what's what's that song you're singing and then I turn <laughs> and then I turn it on that it doesn't that's I didn't know that was the, <laughs> the same song and I'm like oh sound in my earbuds and I can't hear my own self I sound like Alicia so Keys funny. like I'm down <laughs> I know, but I mean, even when I'm working through anything and I can't figure, I'm like, okay, I'm going, should I say this? Should I do that? Like, did it? I'm rehearsing everything in my mind. Then I hop on Marco Polo and I'm messaging Brittany and I'm saying all the thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) And as I'm talking out loud, I'm like, oh. You know, this <laughs> this isn't as dramatic as I thought it was. Or <laughs> or the answer is much clearer than I thought it was. <laughs> it's so true. It really is. 
Oh, goodness. But um, it, it's the importance, though, of being connected yeah. um, and, and being connected, you know, first to God and then I yeah. and then to your or, you know, in, in conjunction with. But you never just want to go be like blabbing your whole life. And God's like, oh, right. hello, I'm your You're father. not going to go run to other people. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, the first thing you should do is always. Uh, absolutely. Word, right. Yeah. But. If you're not in a place, there are times when, like, people feel so far gone mm-hmm. from others. It is okay to ask someone for prayer. Yes. But you can't, you can't just leave God out. Run to him. Yes. Even if you feel like he, he can't forgive you, something you've done is too unforgivable, whatever it is, just run to him, yes. you know? Um, and- but about the... Oh, oh, go ahead. oh, no, I was just going to say, sometimes even just the act of telling that person you need prayer, it may mm-hmm. be their prayers that open you up enough to come to God. Like sometimes yes. when you can't get there, if you just say, mm-hmm. I just need you to pray for me, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then their prayers help battle that, that little initial step for you kind of deal. Um, that's all yes. I was going to add to that. No, that I point. love that. Um, I was thinking about the iron sharpens iron thing that we were just talking about and, um, I was thinking, I was actually like visualizing iron sharpening other iron. And I was thinking how like messy it is and how hot it is and how it's not always very pretty. And I just wanted to make sure that like, you know, that iron sharpens iron doesn't mean that you run to, to find someone who tells you what you want to hear. Yeah. It's all pretty and sweet <laughs> and roses, right? Like find someone who is literally going to sharpen you. Even if it's not pretty, they're going to tell you the truth. Yeah. They're going to point you back to the Lord. They are going to pray for you and they're going to war for you. Yeah. Right. And, and it might not be what you want to hear and it might not always feel pretty mm-hmm. and good, but in the end you are both sharp. Yes. And, and that's what you want. Yeah. So and I just, that's so good. wanted to throw that out there. Oh, that's so good. And, and again, uh, not that just the their obedience to tell you the truth in love, right? That's that kindness that mm-hmm. when we talked about the difference between niceness and kindness, and they're blessed for doing it. They grow for doing it, yes. and so the way that they sharpen you, you know, and uh, is that they were honest. It's vice versa. Yeah, and yeah. vice versa. Like you got to have that refined word, like the word that is truth that sets you free, refined by fire, and their obedience to do it also is refining them, and then there becomes yeah. this, you know where you know (laughs) like you know hey I want to hear somebody tell me what I want to hear I'm not calling Sarah because she's not going to just tell me what I want to hear she's going to like tell me the truth nice versus kind yeah (laughs) (laughs) and we do choose that sometime but we just Mm -hmm. encourage you not to do that go straight and like let's just nip this in the bud and and um yeah just our heart that we know very intimately moment by moment day by day how hard it is to forgive yourself but we also know that like I'm able to do that it's still this this problem I'm doing this podcast because I want other people to be able to forgive themselves (laughs) but I need to forgive myself like that is my motivation to do it and and it's it's still like even my motivation to do this podcast is still something God's got to work on me like hey you 
need to want to forgive yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to forgive yeah. myself, but being able to do it, it's easier to do it. Well, you know, and there's some things that's easier to forgive <laughs> than other things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Check. I can forgive that. Like, yeah. I <laughs> ate an extra chip I, today. Exactly. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Shush. I was going to say a cookie. <laughs> 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 food is our love language <laughs> we grew up with food being a love language it's its own. that's not in the is that in the five love languages food because it should be it should be what is that i guess I don't gift i don't know it's its own love language food anyway oh my goodness go <laughs> i think we should wrap i think up. we should wrap it up let's come to the point okay. of Jesus doesn't deal with you based on your sins and your iniquities, and he doesn't want you to deal with yourself like that either. Open your heart up to receive the grace that he died for in any place where you've had a thought life pattern that is a curse to yourself. I All the things that I read out loud, and in fact, you know what? Mm-hmm. Actually, let's wrap it up like this. I'm going to take everything that I said. I'm going to try not to cry. I'm doing good here. I'm doing good. And we're going to turn this into what is truth. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. you said that these are things you've thought before too, at least some of them. And I feel very sure that there are many people who have said these things before. Okay. So this is going to be hard for me. So give me a moment. If I stumble to find the words that are the truth, because that is the hardest thing sometimes is like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the truth actually is because this is all I can see. So, uh, you mess up all the time. My grace is sufficient for you. Yes. You should have known better. Lean not on your own understanding. Um, In all your ways, acknowledge God and he will guide your steps. Um, It's so embarrassing that this is still a problem for you. Um, God's not embarrassed of you. He's never been embarrassed of you. He loves you and he sees you as a beautiful, beautiful daughter. Mm. You shouldn't pray about things you've done that you've already asked forgiveness for. Jesus says you should forgive 70 times seven to yourself, to others, meaning it should be infinite. I forgive Mm -hmm. myself. Forgive myself for my mistakes. And I pray that it will highlight you, Lord. Um, mm-hmm. you're, ooh. You are an unfit mother. You are the perfect mother for your children. You are the mother that they need to grow, to build character, to endure, to have testimony and to know unconditional love. Um, this is all your fault. God nailed my guilt, my shame, my fault to the cross. And I have no right to take it off because I am bought with a price and I am not my own. Mm-hmm. Um, There's no sense in trying now. It's hopeless. God says that suffering produces character and character. I mean, suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint. Mm -hmm. Um, 
God already set you free from this, and here you are again. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. No matter if I stumble, my freedom is not revoked. <clears throat> um, you're a failure. Again. Oh. In my weakness, your strength is made perfect. What's wrong with you? You are beloved. You are cherished. You are a child of God. And the last one, it's not something I've ever said out loud, but I thought is that his grace is for everyone but me. His grace is for me. His grace covers me. His grace fills me. His grace leads me. And his grace guides me in all my steps. So take those for anybody who needed that, a.k.a. me. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Speak that over yourself. Or whatever the Lord puts on your heart um, as you acknowledge these lies in your mind. He will put truth there to replace it. Um, So you want to pray us out? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Lord, we just come before you with all of our our failures, with all of our weaknesses, Mm -hmm. with all of our shortcomings. And we, we thank you and we praise you that you have covered a multitude Mm. of sins all of them that they are gone we are your children and there's no condemnation in you lord and we praise you for that freedom i pray that we will walk in that freedom i pray that we will take these lies and thoughts captive and lay them at your feet and replace them with truth i pray that each of us myself Brittany, and every listener will forgive ourselves lord i pray that we will walk in the freedom and the healing that comes with forgiving ourselves and i pray that um when when the thought and emotion and feelings of wanting to condemn ourselves or speak lies about ourselves that instead we will you will prick each of our spirits Mm -hmm. and we will stop immediately that we won't let it continue that it will stop instantly, immediately, and we will fight it, and we will speak truth instead. Yes. I just pray for your um, peace to go so deep into each heart that is listening, that when these lies and unforgiveness for ourselves starts to cripple up, that that peace will enter in and we will be able to forgive ourselves just as you have forgiven us. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. over you God's word. Ephesians 1.17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better.